You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Merry Merry After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Merry Merry After Show. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are here laughing. <laughs> well, Bing is for doing, and we are doing it again. We are here at AfterBuzz TV bringing you Merry Merry. Yes, the shackles. I love this song. I do too. It is it is so old, but it's still so relevant. It, it, it just, you know I play it all the time on my um, my iPod. Yeah, it's one of those songs that just like gets you motivated to go yes. do something. Yes, it's like the shackles are off. The shackles are off. Love it. Speaking of shackles, our girl Tara Johnson is not with us. <laughs> I'm feeling a little shackled here because my girl is not with us today. <laughs> But that's okay. We miss you. We love you, Tara. We look forward to you being back next week. And uh, in addition to fabulousness, we have Miss Tiana here with me. Hello, everyone. I'm very excited to be here because this is my first time doing Mary Mary. It's also my first time watching Mary Mary, and I did not know what I was missing out on all this <laughs> and, time. And it was funny because it's your first time, and I, it's my first time leading the show because Tara's <laughs> not here, and I totally forgot to say who I was. <laughs> I'm Ashita Anre, and I introduced my girl Tiana here, but didn't say my name. So here I am, Ashita Anre, and I'm with my girl Tiana. I just wanted to start over. over. (laughs) I just wanted to start over. I feel very special, though, because you remembered to introduce me. Yes, because you're more important. Yeah, I feel very welcomed into this house right now. So thank you for making me feel special. Absolutely. You're so welcome. Uh, Just FYI, Tara, we miss you. Anyway, so um, we have our show, Mary Mary, Essence of the Conflict. So this is going to be really, really good. I'm really excited about this episode because we get to finally see them hit the stage. Oh, my gosh. Are we excited for that? I am. I wish I honestly wish I could have been at the Essence Festival to see this. I know. Me too. But it it felt like, you know, they've been talking about it for so long because I I know I'm new to the show, but I did go back and (laughs) watch some old episodes (laughs) so I could see, you know, what to expect and everything. And they were talking about it for so long that I was like, is it ever going to happen? Are they ever going to make it there? Is she going to have a baby before they get there and they're going to cancel? Like, what's going to happen? So it's very exciting to see them actually get to the stage. Yes, I am so excited. But without, you know, we have the drama. Yes. You know, all the way through. So our first thing we're going to talk about here is the sisterhood panel. But for them to get to this sisterhood panel, they had to have police escorts because they had to leave the previous engagement that they had booked due to the fact that they were not on time. 
Now, that's a call that I'm totally pro-Mitch with. You know, you have to make an executive decision when you're a manager. And when you're a manager, when things don't go right, you have to make a decision and you have to leave, which I am totally 100% got his back on that one. And because he made the decision, he had to go and get the police escort and go to the sisterhood panel. Do you agree with Mitch on that? I did agree with Mitch. I thought he did the right thing because, you know, contractually, Mm -hmm. they had to be at this panel. And if they breach their contract, they're going to owe money. There's a whole lot of more issues going on with missing the sisterhood panel than for this charity event. And I'm not trying to say that the charity event wasn't as important because it was. And it's just one of those things that it wasn't any one specific person's fault. But knowing that you have another engagement to get to that if you breach that contract, you're screwing yourself over. You kind of have to do what's right. And I think Mitch did make the right call. And how he got together a police escort that quick, I know. I don't know, but you know what? Mitch was on his thing. He was, he was on his on job. His job. He, he did his job to the T. He on that did. One. I am so proud of him on this one. But I know that he's feeling the weight of that decision because he's thinking about it. How is this going to bite us in the butt? the next day. Yes. So I know that's weighing on him in the back of his mind. But I know you have a good reason. Hey, look, we're here. We're on time. We're ready for you, you know, to do mm-hmm. what we need to do. But we have other obligations. Which so. for them to show up to an event on time. Right. And actually, and it's not their fault that right. something's late was a big testament to them, too. Because Erica and Tina, t- um, Tina are late all the time. All the time. All, all the, the time. time. So it's, it's sad that the time that they're actually there and mm-hmm. they're the ones sitting around waiting, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> is the time that they have to back out of something because of right. a time issue. Right, right. I felt bad for them for that moment right I did too and you know we're going to talk about this later because Warren was a little upset about that as well but I understand because that is his baby this is the brand and you don't want any negative press about it so I totally understand but we'll talk about his conversation you know Mitch and Warren so they get to the sisterhood panel Michelle Williams you know known as uh, one of the singers for Destiny's Child is the moderator Mm -hmm. who I love and adore and they are talking about how sisters can share the tension when they work together And so they were able to talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's great because people get, you know, the audience gets a a view on how Mary Mary works together. Even though they have a lot of arguments, they still come together in the end. But it's good to share that they're human just as everybody else is and that they can talk about it. Yeah. So I enjoyed the panel. I love how open they are with everything Mm -hmm. that's happening because a lot of artists, artists are scared to really have people see, you know, what happens behind the scenes and the tension and the fights because I don't know why they're scared of it. But it makes you more (laughs) human. It makes me think like, oh, wow, these sisters are just like me. Like, I don't have a sister, Mm -hmm. but I have brothers. And I look at their relationship like, okay, yes, my brothers and I, we fight, we rip each other apart. But then at the end of the day, it's all love. And, you know, we come together and we make things work. And it's so nice to see people being real on reality TV. I love it. I love it. And I love the fact that Erica tells Tina, you have to apologize a little bit more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, you know what? I'm sorry for everything that I have ever done. I'm apologizing to you right now. (laughs) Especially since, you know, they came into this panel after being in a fight. Right. It's like they just, it's like they got their apology out of the way during the panel. Right. So they could walk off stage and not be 
back into a fight, but just be, okay, we left it all out on the stage. We're good now. Right. Let's but, move on to the next thing. Let's move on to the next thing, which, speaking of, they get back into another fight <laughs> <laughs> because they're at the rehearsal at church. Now, oh, yes. here's the thing. Mary Mary added some singers, so they needed to rehearse with these new backup singers. But, again, they get into an argument because, for some reason, Tina sits down. Now, I'm not sure if she's sitting down because she's pregnant or she's sitting down because she's tired, but mm-hmm. she's sitting down. And then she starts to nitpick a little bit, which gets under Erica's skin. So is that a nerve? Is she just nervous? Is she tired? Like, what is, because she talks mm-hmm. about, you know, Gugu talks about her nitpicking when it comes to the clothes, yeah. when she's nervous as well. I think it's a mixture of both at this point. Mm-hmm. I think that they are, they have worked so hard to make it to the main stage and mm-hmm. they don't they both don't want to mess up again and they want everything to be perfect right and i could understand where tina was coming from in that you you know the sound wasn't right the backup singers weren't getting it like mm-hmm. she wants it and that needs to be good but i also understood erica saying you know what if they mess up that's on them i'm going to focus on me right. i'm going to do me right. and make sure my stuff's on point so that no one else cares about what the backup singers are doing. But Tina's thinking about the overall sound and just everything as a whole instead of an individual unit like mm-hmm. Erica is. It's kind of that teammate mentality where you have one weak spot on the team, like the whole thing's going to crumble and fall. Like you all have to be in unison together we Right. What's that saying? Together we conquer, divide we fall. (laughs) What is that? I don't know what the saying is. (laughs) It's something like that. Here's the thing. Did Tina spend too much time on it, though? Like, she spends so much time with the background singers. She does. And I think that that is something that she probably didn't need to spend that much time with so that they could make it to the other songs during the rehearsal. Maybe what she should have done for them was get through the rehearsal mm-hmm. and then record herself singing the parts right. that she wanted right. a certain way and send them <laughs> home with a homework assignment. Right. That's what you do. You record it for them and be like, look, you guys need to work on this right here mm-hmm. because that's not. I'm not feeling how you guys were doing that yet. And then we'll get together maybe a little bit before the sound check. Right. And hear what you got and make sure it's on point so that when we go into sound check, I don't have to do this all over again. I completely agree. But then, you know, they it gets so heated between them two, they actually had to go into the bathroom <laughs> and discuss it further. And so they just leave the sisterhood panel <laughs> and they go right back into their issues again, go into the restroom and then have a powwow. Have a powwow. <laughs> yeah. A restroom where it felt like everyone could hear. Right. What they were, I mean, it's just a church. <laughs> the walls aren't that are pretty thin in a church. So right. I'm sure right. everyone heard them. That must have been really awkward for the singers. Yeah, I to I, hear them fighting over them. Right, but I guess you know what. And if, if you understand sisters, mm-hmm. you know if you're a background singer and you understand sisters, and it's really not about you. It's just really about those two and their communication skills. Then maybe they wouldn't take it so yeah. personally because I think they sounded great. I'm now, so again, I'm not a singer. I've never sound background, you know, because Erica's like, oh, I sound background. I know what I'm talking about, you know, <laughs> and they got to get it right, which I get. You know, I understand. I mean, Tina said that. I'm sorry. And I get that. They have to sound right. Mm-hmm. And so I think me personally, I think they sounded great. But maybe there's some tone, you know, yeah, that maybe they, they were a little pitchy, a little pitchy, know. maybe, you know, or it could just have been all in her head. It could have been. And like she Erica could have just was been saying. Overreacting, you know, the pregnant <laughs> hormonal. Hormonal. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, she's working with. Exactly. You know, she's going to take everything like a step further than it needs to be because she is 
so far along. And, you know, she's going through a lot. She's nine months pregnant up there giving it her all. So she wants to make sure if I'm up here sacrificing Mm -hmm. my baby, Mm -hmm. then I need to make sure it's worth it and that everything else is on point. It's on point. Yeah, but she just takes too much time. Yeah, she does. She takes too much time. So I'm going to go to the next point that I want to talk about, which is the Lifetime Achievement Award, which is absolutely phenomenal for them to receive this award because it will pay tribute to amazing artists such such as Amber Bullitt, Melvin Williams, the Williams Brothers, Kim Burrell, and Tremaine Hawkins, who blew it out the park yes. with her rendition. I just absolutely just had church up in here. Yes, that you know was, that was a great. It was great little concert. It was. It was wonderful. And you know, again, without uh, you know conflict just brewing right around the corner. You know. <laughs> It's always something, right? It's always, it's always something. So Tina's two-year-old son is calling hysterical, hysterically. The nanny called and said the two-year-old is calling. He's crying hysterically. So Tina took the call, which to Erica's dismay, like, really, you're going to take a call right now? Yeah. You know, when you're getting getting our tribute, you know, to Mm -hmm. these, from these amazing artists. Like in the middle of the In the middle of it. But again, you know, and our viewers, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. I'm not a parent. I don't have children, but please, you know, give us your opinion on this. Do you think she was wrong for taking the call? I don't think she was wrong. I also don't think she was right Mm -hmm. because Erica brought up a good point where there was no blood, no, (laughs) no death, no serious injury. Nobody fell in the pool. Yeah, no one (laughs) fell in the pool. You know, the baby just was crying nonstop. Eventually he'll tire out. And Mm -hmm. settle down. I mean, again, I'm not a parent either, so I know how parents can be. I know that my mom might have taken the call in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. But not every parent's going to, you know, have the same decision on it. And it, if when it's in the middle of something like this, it is a little disrespectful to walk out in the event that it's not life or death. Or maybe Teddy could have took the call. Yes. You know, maybe he, Daddy could have take, taken the call. Oh, like, let's talk to Dad for yeah. a minute because Mom's kind of got cameras on her and people singing in her honor. Mm-hmm. So to walk away from that in the middle of it, I was like, ooh. I know. And Mitch even said, I hope people don't get the wrong impression that she had to get up and take a call. Mm-hmm. But then again, we don't know what the nanny said and we don't know how hysterical the two-year-old is, you know, because sometimes when you get that call from your nanny, mm-hmm. your mom, your brother, your sister, or whoever's watching your child and they're telling you that, you know, your child is crying, I can't get him to stop crying, then as a mother, you just, it's just automatic. You just naturally just step in. I love that she said I'm a mother first. Yes. And that is hands down what is most important is family. Mm -hmm. So in that case, Erica should have understood because what if it was her child? Right. Would she have walked out? Because the way she's making it sound is, that if she was in that position, she wouldn't have walked out, which if they both say that they're moms first, I kind of feel like she would have walked out. I think I would have walked out, too. Yeah, I think so. And I and it, please, you know, comment and let us know what you guys think as, you know, parents. Would you have walked out to take the call mm-hmm. or would you have allowed your husband to take the call and you would have just sat there and say, you know, what, babe, you just go ahead and handle it. Yes. But, you know, us mothers, us women, <laughs> we are rock stars yes. and we do everything, do everything, everything, do it all. Do it all. So um, please let us know what you think about that. Um, and- I. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and speaking of letting us know, yes. while you're letting us know things, why don't you go over to iTunes yes. and um, subscribe to our podcast. Um, 
Mary Mary. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Leave us a little rating, preferably five or f- five stars. We want five, all five, five stars. Five. Fives, fives all around. Yeah, high fives. High fives. Um, leave a comment. <laughs> say what you like, what you don't like. Let us know how you, you like the show because we're fans just like you. Mm-hmm. So we want your feedback and input at all times. All times. <laughs> so important. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so um, now we have arrived to the moment. The Essence Performance. Yeah, Can we get a it. clap on that? We made it. No, uh, no, maybe not. Martin. No. Okay. Oh, there Martin's it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yay. Snap, 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 snap. So Erica and Tina arrive at the Superdome, and I love how they take the moment to just really enjoy it. Even as the seats are all empty, there's no one in it, mm-hmm. but just that feeling of walking on a stage that you have never been on at this magnitude, and just to take it all in before you go into rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something that's surprising to me. They never had gospel at the Essence Festival before. I think it was like on the main stage. But why is that? In Louisiana? Like really? Yeah, I mean I'm just kind of shocked. New Orleans? New Orleans, like everything with the African American culture is pretty much based around gospel. Mm -hmm. So you'd think that it would easily be integrated into there, but maybe, you know, because of different beliefs and whatnot, they didn't want to have or maybe they thought the music wasn't translated on a big enough scale where, you know, you have this genre of right. gospel where only, you know, a handful of people sort of put their money into. Mm-hmm. So it's not as mainstream music. So maybe that's why they were usually just have the mainstream artists there and the smaller stages have yeah. the gospel singers. But I think it's great that they finally incorporate I think so group, too. Especially a group like Mary Mary. Because right. their music has crossed over time and time again. Like you hear them on all different sorts of radio stations and just different cultures and everything. Their music is so vast and right. inclusive. That I just really like. shocked me. I, I was like, didn't I see Kirk Franklin there one time? Didn't I see? And I'm sitting here trying to remember. <laughs> like, I know I saw somebody gospel in yeah. there before, but maybe, you know, they made a statement. I'm like, well, maybe not. Yes. You know, but I was just really kind of shocked because I love gospel music. I mean, it's like I raise my hand, I shout, I party, you know, and I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's R&B, hip hop, gospel, and you mix it in together. You know, you just partying at the same time and you're getting a little worship in there as well. As well. And it's just, entertaining. Yeah. I just love it. So it's like killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. I was just kind of shocked. I was just like, really? Never? Yeah. yeah. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Essence. Get it together. So they get there and they're just taking it all in for the first time. And again, they're getting ready to go to rehearsal. And here comes Tina with her issues on taking forever to learn something. And she even speaks about it. She's like, yes, I'm pregnant. I'm moving a little slow. Just allow me to have my moment. But you spend so much time. You only have 30 minutes to do a sound check on all your songs. And then once you start to see, you spent 15 minutes on just how (laughs) you're going to walk in in the beginning. (laughs) I mean, 15 minutes left. And then it was eight minutes. And then they finally got to do the sound check but they didn't get to do the sound check for shackles so it's like tina what is up <laughs> tina i mean i know you're pregnant girl but you got to get it together yeah, fast fast because what bugged me about this was again this is something that could have been taken care of after the sound check was done mm-hmm. we're here let's 
get through the songs, hear it. If we have time afterwards, we'll do it. But now we know what the stage looks like. Mm-hmm. So when we go back to our hotels or just back to the dressing room, we can be like, okay, here's a map of the stage. Let's work this out. Okay, so we're going to have to walk up here and do it this way instead of the way we rehearsed right. it. Easy fixed. Everyone's happy. Right. You don't waste your whole 30-minute sound check on choreography. Right. For for one part of walking in, walking onto the stage. Right. I I totally agree. Yeah. I, I, was, I was like, <laughs> Tina, I'm usually on your side, girl, but this time you might have gone a little too far. Yeah, just a little bit too far. I'm like, you you taking way too much time on just walking in, mm-hmm. you know. So they finally get their, you know, their check or whatever. So they're getting ready to go on stage and they're watching themselves on tape. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now, I don't have a problem with that. Even if you had two weeks to rehearse, if you've had only four days to rehearse, I don't have a problem with you looking at yourself on tape just to, you know, just to reassure yourself. Yeah. But I know they were doing it because they only were able, they only had a couple of days to practice. So I understand why they were doing it. Um, But the guys were like, oh, what, you guys are watching the tape as if they didn't know what they were doing? (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute, leave my girls alone. See, I took it as I'm an athlete. So I took Mm -hmm. it as before the game. I'm going to look over my playbook. Right. You know, just to make sure I know the plays. I practice the the plays all week. Mm-hmm. But just beforehand, sometimes your nerves get the best of you. So you might forget right. a move or something. And I think it was Erica who even was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot that part earlier. Right. You know, like, Got to hit it here. Right. And I was like, okay, see, I'm looking at it from an athlete, athlete perspective where that makes sense to me to just a refresher. Right. Just, right. I mean, I'm not learning it all. Right. I just... <laughs> Helping my mind be at ease to calm the nerves. Like, you already know all of this, so there's no need to be nervous. Mm-hmm. There's no need to feel rushed. Like, it's a calming effect mm-hmm. for me, at least. So I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. I will sit there and look at something over and over and over again until it's time, until they say, okay. And I'm like, okay, and then I'll push it away. But I don't see anything wrong with that, yeah, that they're looking at It's away it over. from my mind for too long, and I start getting distracted mm-hmm. by other things. When I go back <clears> to think of it, I might blink because I'm... I hadn't thought of it in a right. while. So I I completely was okay with them looking at their computers, going over the footage, mm-hmm. especially after the type of sound check that they had. Exactly. They needed that. They needed that. They absolutely needed that. 100% needed that. So again, here comes Tina <laughs> and Goo Goo. Goo Goo. So she's like, her zipper is not fitting right. Her zipper doesn't look right. It's not sewn on right. There's something wrong. With her outfit. Everything. And then Gugu was like, mm-hmm, okay, whatever. And she's like, I'm just going to let Tina do her thing. <laughs> and until she gets on my nerves, then I'm going to have to just tell her, okay, Tina, you need to stop. You're tripping. You need to relax. But she understands that. And I think that's really, really important is that when you understand someone, you allow them to go through that because that is probably their way of handling stress. Yes. You know, everyone doesn't handle stress very well. Which is a blessing <clears throat> and a curse to have your sister as mm-hmm. your stylist because... As your sister, she's already automatically going to put up with more of you. Right. And your antics, mm-hmm. however crazy they may be. <laughs> right. And then also as your sister, she knows how to work with mm-hmm. that crazy side of you that will come out. She knows when to push, when to not push. Right. How to deal with you in all situations. So it's a blessing and a curse mm-hmm. for Gugu, really, is who it's a blessing and a curse for. Right, exactly. <laughs> because if it was anyone else, she could be like, you know what, you're crazy. I'm walking. Right. Forget you. But it's family. So she kind of has to be like, okay, I'm going to take it. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to let you get this out. Mm -hmm. And 
then I'm going to come back to it later. Right, because I know you're nervous. Mm -hmm. I know know, your nerves are getting the best of you. You're excited. You know, so I think she handled that very well. Yes. I think she did an excellent job in allowing her to just go through her her moment. Especially with all the issues that they've been having with Goo Goo and stuff lately, you know, from past episodes, just... The tension between that for Gugu to be the bigger person in this moment. That is true. That is true. And that's going to lead us into predictions because we know what's going to happen with (laughs) Gugu. (laughs) So they make it. The moment has arrived. Well, actually, let me backtrack. The moment almost has arrived, and the stage manager is yelling for them to come. And when they finally get ready to come, Tina stops and was like, wait, nobody is moving who was on Mary Mary's team without a prayer. Now, in that, I'm with Team Tina on Mm -hmm. that. I get that. You have to say a prayer, even if it's just really, really quick, because anything can happen. You know, you want protection. You want, you know, to say, hey, I'm under grace. You know, should Mm -hmm. anything happen? God's got my back. Let's say a prayer for everyone, you know, for the team and exactly. let's get out there and do the darn thing. Yeah. And, you it's, know. and it's their tradition. Right. So just like any basketball player shooting a free throw has his dribble that he does, the spin of the ball, mm-hmm. you know, before he shoots, that is their pregame ritual. Right. And if you break that, then everything can be off and it, it doesn't even have to be off because of it. It's a mental thing. Right. That. Oh, I didn't do my pregame ritual, so now something's off and everything's going to fall apart. Exactly. You never know what could have happened. You if never they know. Said that prayer. I know, but I then mean, here comes Mitch. But if you know that the <laughs> stage manager is yelling at you, you got to go. They'll just, you know, go to the next act. You know, oh, so like, it's two minutes, Mitch. <laughs> right. I mean, let's be honest. Right. We all know about CPP CPP time. Right. And that's its essence. Two minutes late is on time. Yeah. If you're dealing with a bunch of right. colored people. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, exactly. Two minutes late is on time. It's on That's time. actually early. Right. For us. For okay? us. Well, actually... I'm usually on time. Oh, I as mean, a colored I person. A colored person. I should have said that. As a, as a sister. <laughs> I yeah, totally no, should I not have said that. <laughs> My Jane, that was my Django moment. <laughs> Django that was moment. my Django moment. As a sister, I'm actually on time, mm-hmm. so I get Mitch, but I also get okay. Let's just pray real quick. Yeah. you know what I mean. Let's just get it out the way. So they make it to the stage, you know, get it, and they actually walked on fabulous. <laughs> yes. You know, they did their thing. They made it to the stage and they killed it. I just loved the performance. I totally enjoyed that. I did too. And it has been a while since I have listened to Mary Mary, mm-hmm. and I forgot why I love them so much because watching them perform and hearing those songs, I was just like, oh my yes. gosh. Like, yes. Like, I felt like I was in church in my bed. Right. Just watching that short right. little thing right there. I was on my couch and I was just grooving. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, go get it, Mary yeah. Mary. Go get it. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I gotta go buy, I gotta get on my iTunes and right. buy like, every CD and make sure I'm caught up in my collection. Right. I just, they did a wonderful job and the only thing that happened is that Tina's pants were starting to fall that down. That was hilarious. That was. That was funny because I mean, we all have had those situations and I love that she was able to just make it a joke. She did. She, instead of hiding it or right. trying to like running off stage real quick and like getting fixed up, she just came out and said, you know what guys, I'm nine months pregnant right? and my pants are falling down right now. Do you mind if I just pull up right. my pants? <laughs> And when she said that, I about died. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, I love how she could make a moment 
as out of, out of a joke and make a comedy. Mm-hmm. But what she really did was she said, and I had to write this down because I want to make sure that I got this quote, on, <laughs> you know, on point. Yes. We're family. And she says, I'm looking good. Don't I? Don't miss it. And <laughs> she's just walking, strutting on the stage. Don't miss it. This is how I got pregnant in the first place. <laughs> Awesome. I thought it was fabulous. I, I snapped my fingers with her. I was like, oh, you get it, girl. Yes. She did look good. She I, did. She really good. That side profile. Yes. There. She had the baby bump yes. going and everything was just nice and tight. Nice and tight. I was like, yes, I love it. She was it. like, don't miss it. Don't miss don't it. Don't miss it. It's how I got I'm the baby in the first place. I know. As don't. I walk by. Right. As I walk by people, I'm just going to walk down the sidewalk. Don't miss it. Right. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Right. A guy, a girl, a bum. I don't care. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. I love that. That's going to be the saying. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Yeah, I'm going to just start tweeting that. Don't miss it. You know, Mary Mary. Hashtag don't miss it. Yes. Every tweet from now on. (laughs) So they go, they do the thing. They do an awesome job. And then they notice that they're already two minutes over. So, luckily, they have a fabulous team, and their assistant was talking to the stage manager and allowed them to continue on and finish their last song, which was great. Yes, which I want to know, one, who who was the one who performed before them who got the mic pulled oh, on them? No. And how over was he right. or she? Because they didn't really say right. if it was a guy or a girl. But to have... The my, the plug pulled on you. You must have been really over mm-hmm. because I feel like because they only had one more song to go mm-hmm. at that point. What's the harm in going three minutes over? Right for a total of five minutes. Over. Right, it's like a three minute song. And I think Let that that would have just been really just essence suicide if they would have just yeah. been like. Okay, stop. And everybody's already in, you know, hands in the air, just, and they just got to stop. Like, wait a minute, what just happened? You know, so I think that that was good that they allowed them to continue on mm-hmm. because they would have got a lot of booze on that. They would have. They would, that would have just been the real bad. Was feeling it, way it was too much for them to get cut short, even if it was just one song. Right. Because the whole feel and vibe of the mm-hmm. show, you would have noticed that you would have felt cheated as an audience yes. member. To not have that song, even if you didn't know that they were getting cut, you'd right? Be like something was off. Something was off. Something was right. off. I'm missing something. Like that's not the way you end that show. Exactly. So. Yeah, you don't cut off praise and worship. No. You don't. Because do, <laughs> Jesus will come back. Right. Right. <laughs> that's what will happen. So they were so proud of themselves. They exit off the stage. They are just so excited the husbands come the sisters come the whole family is there and they're just yelling and screaming and they're like well you did an awesome job you did it and they're like ah i'm just like yeah ah." i found myself screaming on the couch yes because i was so proud of them and i loved how teddy was like my wife is a rock star She's nine months pregnant, giving it her all. Her all. She could have pushed that baby out. And yes. I was nervous because I know when you sing those notes, those long ones mm-hmm. and stuff, you're giving it everything. Everything. Like, everything's contracting and yes. pushing. I mean, she might have peed her pants a little bit right. that she didn't share with everyone, <laughs> but I'm positive she peed her pants a little bit during that performance as a pregnant woman. She did an awesome. And, I'm, and I love, one of the things that I love about Mary Mary that we don't see that often just in real life is husbands supporting their wives. And, you know, I think that that's so amazing that they're able to do that, especially in the African-American community, Mm -hmm. that we can get, we can see what that's like when your husband is right there beside you 
you know, in the stands, in the meetings. You're you can talk to fan. your number. That's it. And that's, it's beautiful. It's, it is so beautiful. If every relationship, marriage mm-hmm. could be like that, then the world would be a better place. It sure would. Seeing those husbands who had smiles, mm-hmm. like from ear to ear, ear to because ear. they were so proud of their wives and their accomplishments, like it gives me chills right now talking about it. Right. Because that's the kind of true love and support that mm-hmm. you're supposed to have in a relationship. It doesn't matter who the big name is or the big star, yes. the big money maker. Yes. It does not matter. What matters is the two people and the relationship and the love in there. Just the teamwork. I love teamwork. the teamwork. I gotta get. I gotta get a team. Yes. I, we got it. You got it. No. We, I need okay. A team we too. need a team. Yeah. We yeah. We, we got to get a team together. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling, I'm feeling that too. <laughs> right. You, you know, know since this is squad. Valentine's week, you know, we gotta start this week since it's Valentine's. We can get a team together going on over here so um yeah so they're really excited they congratulate them and uh here's the thing that's making me a little sad too because it's coming to the end and mitch is like i don't know what's going to happen one's having a baby one wants to go solo so you know he's nervous i'm nervous as a fan to see what happens you know uh and it is because they've been together for so long and what what will happen? Is Tina going to come back after she has the baby? I know. I mean, Erica's career going to take off mm-hmm. as a solo artist, and then you know she's all Beyonce and doesn't want to come back to the group. Or what's what's going to happen? I don't know. But you know, before we go into um, news and gossip, I want to just quickly go over the conversation with Mitch and Warren. Ooh, they've so, been having a lot of conversations. I lately. know, and I understand because you know they're signed to his label. You know, and right. So everybody works for me and I get it. (laughs) But, you know, I understand his point. You just want to make sure that that bridge is not permanently burned. So he Mm -hmm. just want to make sure that when he spoke to Mitch, that you're going to go take care of the situation. Yes, you're dealing with essence right now. Mm -hmm. But once essence is over, are you going to talk? you know, to the number one sponsorship of gospel music. I just want to make sure that that bridge is not burned. I understood what he was saying. I think that because of the way that their last conversation went Mm -hmm. about the group, that he came at Mitch in a wrong way where Mm -hmm. Mitch had to be defensive, even though they both were just making sure that the common good was happening. He could have just been like, hey, you know, so I heard what happened. And I just want to make sure, you know, that, you're not going to let this slip through the cracks that you are going to follow up with them. Mm -hmm. I believe that you are because you are a good manager who knows that this is important, but I just want to double check as, you know, the record label. I want to come in and just make sure that we're not going to let this bridge be burned. And then everyone's happy. It's calm conversation. Mm -hmm. It's not all tense and nitpicky about, you know, tell me how to do my job and all this stuff. It didn't have to be a, tense thing yeah it could have just been a lot easier right but they've been having so much tension lately lately yes that any way you come at the other one Mm -hmm. one of them's gonna jump on the defensive very quick from the start and you're gonna have miscommunications that way absolutely especially with mitch because he's a little sensitive yes you know he wears his emotion on his sleeves <laughs> Poor guy. I know. He, he gets put through the ring. He does. But I week. like Mitch. I do, I do. I like Mitch. You can tell his heart's in the right place. I, I, absolutely. And that's what you need in a manager because there's so many people in the industry who can Ooh. be very... Are you okay there? Yeah, my necklace just oh, caught, caught on the... the yeah. Okay. okay. You right. know, there's so many people in the industry who <laughs> so can <bad>. be... Um, <laughs> don't miss it. Yeah, don't right. miss it. <laughs> 
There's so many people who just can be cutthroat and not care about right. their artists, never speak to their artists except through an assistant or an email. Mm-hmm. And he's there. He's hands-on and he's yes. in it for everything. So that's really good to see. You guys have a great manager. Mitch is good. Mitch is good. Mitch is good Team people. Mitch. Yes. All right. So let's get into some news and gossip. AfterBuzz TV News. All right, so I was a little worried, you know, um, about Mary Mary breaking up, but they. This is from the um, Florida Courier, okay, and they made a statement saying uh, the Campbell sisters, aka Mary Mary, are finally clearing the air about their rumored breakup. I will say this: we are not breaking up. Whew. Erica told Essence dot com. So. That eases me. That eases me, too. (laughs) And she also said, but we're taking a break. I'm going to do some solo music. Tina's going going on vacation and traveling the world. We've been joined at the hip for the last 12 years, and I think in order for us to be at our healthiest selves just as women in the group, we will take some time uh, to think and reassess. We've been going constantly year after year, baby after baby, tour after tour, and now season after season on TV. So, actually, I can agree with that. Yes. I'm comfortable with that. That was a beautiful statement. That was absolutely a beautiful statement. Yes. And I'm totally, you know, 100% in agreement with that. And also, too, you find yourself as a woman, mm-hmm. you know, as a mother, as a wife, you know, and you just rediscover yourself, which means you can rebrand yourself mm-hmm. and you can come back better than ever. Better than ever with a healthy glow. With a healthy glow. A nice tan because it sounds like Tina might be going to some tropical places. I know. When I hear travel the world, I think tropical and, and, just, fabulous. and just fabulous. Yes. You know, yeah. I think of a yacht and know. just, you know, laying out and Like, where are you fabulous. going? Yeah. Right. <laughs> just, just Tina walking around. Don't miss it. Don't miss <laughs> it. Right, right, Don't right. Don't miss it. Don't all, miss over it. all over the world. So I think that's great. I think that as sisters, you do need time apart from each other mm-hmm. at some point time i mean it's been 12 years of them doing the same thing right togetherness i mean they already grew up together mm-hmm. so i mean spending your whole adulthood together too that's a lot that is and a lot babies yes. get to rest get your rest make sure you come back yes make sure you come back but we understand and now that you you know put that message out there to your fans such as tiana and myself and all the after you know after buzz um audience yes. that you are just taking a break and you're rediscovering yourselves you guys want to be wives you want to be husbands i mean not husbands but you want to spend time with your husbands yeah, <laughs> right <laughs> my bad <laughs> You want to be husband. You want to spend time with your husband, spend time with your children. And then also, you know, to rediscover yourself as a solo artist, which I think is good. Exactly. You know, so uh, let's go into some predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. So as I was watching for the next episode, Mm -hmm. it gets really heated. And it actually gets heated to the point where it gets really bad. Yes. You know, where it's it's like they're talking to each other a way that I've never seen them talk to each other. You know, Tina's getting up and Erica's getting upset and she has her face all frowned up. Yes. And I'm sitting here like, what is going on? <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen? I think that this will be the big big huge fight that's been brewing for a long time (laughs) and that every little thing is just gonna come out right now Mm -hmm. and sometimes to heal you have to 
pop the zit, you know? Right. <laughs> I don't know why I said zit. <laughs> I don't know why I went into a zit analogy there. But let's just roll with it. Right. We're going to okay, roll with it. So you pop the zit, zit and then it heals. <laughs> and then later on, you don't even have a blemish on your face anymore. Right. You know, it's gone. Right. So sometimes you just have to let everything explode <laughs> to make everything better. You like the hand effects with it, too? Yes. <laughs> like the boom. <laughs> and I talked about a zit. <laughs> That was great. I, you know what? I have nothing else to say. <laughs> that was fabulous. Um, but yeah, but we also see, you know, that Erica is singing a song, but the audience is not, not connecting with the song. So yes. I wonder how that's going to play out. I mean, I feel bad if it's bad because it's her first time on a stage with yeah. her sister. And then mm-hmm. to have the audience not really feeling it. As an artist, you have to think, is it the song they're not feeling or is it me as a solo artist that they're not feeling? Right. So, I mean, that could lead into some insecurities for her moving forward with Mm -hmm. her solo career, too. Yeah, that's actually, you know, I do commend her because that takes a lot of courage. Yes. You know, and um, but we definitely will see what happens. So I guess that's it. Yeah. I think we think covered, covered everything. everything. Wow. Well, you know, you can find me, Ashita. Hey. You can find me, Ashita Onre, on Twitter. And you can find me at TweetT22 on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for having, you know, us with you today. I really appreciate it. Tara Johnson will be back with us next week. We look forward to seeing her. And this is Thanksgiving week. So I wish all of you that have a great, th- uh, did I say Thanksgiving? Yeah. Valentine's. I'm like, sorry. Wait, did we go back in time? <laughs> Valentine's. I'm so sorry. I'm like <laughs> thinking something else. Actually, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me for that. This is Valentine's week on Thursday. So I'm wishing all of our viewers a wonderful, fantastic Valentine's Day. Yes. And have fun. Enjoy. And we'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.